The podcast you're about to listen to is part of the Professional Casual Network. To find more podcasts like this, please check out professionalcasual.com. The Professional Casual Network has gear. Check out teespring.com slash store slash professional casual for fresh new swag. A huge shout out to our sponsor, beardeddragongames.online. Pick up all your local game store goodness from Magic the Gathering, Dungeons and Dragons, Pathfinder, or Wafurp 4th Edition, as well as terrain, paints, board games, comics, and more. Make sure to use code PROFESSIONALCASUAL at checkout for free domestic shipping or PCME10 for 10% off your total order at beardeddragongames.online. Also, a special thanks to Built Bar for sponsoring the show. To get 10% off your order and to help support the show, use code PROFESSIONALCASUAL at checkout or use the link in the show notes. Duh, 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 did you know that it's time for wait, did I roll a wild? We're right here, we're gonna make you smile. I don't think we'll get too mild cause it's wait, did I roll a wild? Hi, welcome to wait, did I roll hey. a wild? Your Marvel Crisis Protocol vlog. I'm Tim, I'm here, that's Dan. He's over there. Hey. Dr. Dylan is in Massachusetts. But this week, we are going to be talking about a whole bunch of things. Um, Agent Venom came out. Uh, I'm, I'm pretty certain I heard a, a very loud, like a, like, a, like a yelp, not a yelp, but like a scream of happiness all the way from Nashville um, when that card came out from, from Mr. Uh, Nate GG. And, uh, you know, I, I hope that he's not disappointed with this card because I know this is his favorite character and it's something that we're going to talk about tonight. And I'm excited to talk about it tonight. In addition to that, we're going to talk about not a game that we played this week. Cause I had the tummy troubles similar to a dragon that loves tacos. I had too much spicy salsa and it gave me the tummy troubles. If you're thinking that I might be referring to the book Dragons Love Tacos 2, you'd be incorrect. That book is trash and should not be read. Dragons Love Tacos 1, though, actually a very good book. Just keep getting yourself on that same rant. Right? I just, I'm trying not to get myself worked up, but... I'll go get the book right now. No! It's upstairs. I, please don't. It's right over there. No. Like, oh, like in this room or like upstairs? No, over like there. over there, up the stairs. All right. So we're also going to discuss something that I am interested in, and this was something we talked about before Mystique came out, when her uh, when she was revealed as someone that was going to be coming out, about how her shape-shifting would work. And Dan and I have both been playing. Dan actually inflicted upon me um, the uh, corruption that is playing Marvel Snap. Oh, it's so good. And uh, I have been making a lot of use of Morph in um, Marvel Snap as well. Really like it can them. be fun because it's so random. Yeah, and I, I like that kind of gameplay. I like that Hearthstone gameplay where it's like, yeah, see what happens. Oh, great. It's Odin again. It's like, ah, sweet. Like, nice. Um, you haven't gotten Jubilee yet, have you? Uh, I literally just unlocked a Jubilee today. Ah, uh, interesting. And with that new Sabretooth Tiger that turns four threats into or four cost things into two cost things, I was like, oh, I am absolutely adding Jubilee to my swarm deck where all my fours become twos. I can't recommend Marvel Snap enough. It's so it's, good. It is very good. And if you, uh, this is not an ad for Marvel Snap, by the way. Uh, uh, if only. Unless you want to sponsor us. But <laughs> uh, it's 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 good. And as far as like addicting mobile games, I have never once felt compelled to spend money on this mm -hmm. outside of the season passes, which I think are actually pretty reasonable yeah. uh, as a whole. They're you get a lot a of stuff from it. Yeah. Um, and... Uh, yeah, it's actually, a, it, it's just, it's good. And it's actually a good game. You don't play it all day. Uh, I mean, you could, if you really want to grind out keep your rating. Keep charging your phone. 
Yeah. <laughs> it does. But the first couple days you play it, you can play it all day. Um, hey, Raven's Guard. Hey. Uh, by the way, Raven's Guard, if you if you guys if anyone out there is, is part of the the, the Facebook group uh, or groups on uh, on Facebook for Marvel Crisis Protocol, uh, Raven's Guard has been putting together just an absolutely cool scene of a Sentinel like attacking two mutants all on one base. It looks really awesome. Um, he does really cool work. Yeah. But in addition to all that, we're also going to be yeah discussing how can you make shape shifting work mechanically and narratively mm. in Marvel Crisis Protocol or uh, potentially, you know, uh, stealing people's powers and stuff. Because Morph kind of on the same similar level as um, Mystique, where I don't believe he can actually copy powers. It's just their physical form. Correct. But when you already have a character like Mystique, who is kind of known as that saboteur, that, that espionage expert, um, that's not Morph's role. <laughs> Morph's. No. Not, not, he's not hiding. Correct. He's, he's not that person. So uh, how would you make that work in a way that would be true to the character and neat in the game? And in addition, characters that can copy powers like Mimic or Copycat. How can you make that work in a functional way that's also very fun and uh, just rad as heck? There's a great moment in uh, early Exiles. I love more from the Exiles. I love that. We're going to reference that series a lot, talking mm-hmm. about Morph and Mimic. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a great scene where he's like separated with Sasquatch. Mil- Morph or Mimic? Morph. Okay. And Sasquatch are like separated from everybody else. And they're like being hunted by a, a savage Wolverine. Yeah. And Morph thinks he's like, all right, I'll just morph into whatever and he won't be able to find me. And then Wolverine does and like stabs him and whatnot when Morph's like, ow, but okay, whatever. <laughs> and he's like, how'd you find me? And he's like, you don't smell like anything. And that stands out more than anything else. Gotcha. And Morph's like, ah, nuts. Ah. And then like turns his hand into a hammer and clubs him or whatever, you know? I watched a TikTok today where someone mixed the cranberry, uh, like seltzery beverage with uh, the cucumber lime Gatorade. And the reason he did it was because oh, his oh, his his, awful. his chat was like, it tastes like nothing. You'll mix those two, you'll drink it, and you'll be like, this is a flavor. And then you'll take another sip and you'll be like, this is just cold. There, there's no there's no flavor. It's like eating, I don't know if you've ever eaten just like a spoonful of fat-free cream cheese, but it's just cold. <laughs> it's just like, wow, this is this is tangible cold in my that mouth. That's awful. that's it. Yeah, I tried the the cucumber Gatorade. It just tastes like cucumber melon stuff yeah. from back in the day. You know what yeah. I'm talking about? Absolutely. I went to Bath and Body Works with like anyone I ever dated, and because like that was the thing to do. You go to the mall. You go to Bath and Body Works. They'd buy all the cucumber melon. All the cucumber melon stuff. It was when we were in like middle school, high school. We'd go get a soda at that little kiosk thing that was the white cup with like the uh, the MS Paint spray tool blue. Yeah, with, uh, purple. the purple line. Yeah. Uh, but yeah i mean it, it, the good news is, is we're already off to a couple of really good tangents so yeah. but yeah so uh People expect when it's the two of us how, dylan's not here to be like so who's you like <laughs> that's so true. who's agent venom so agent venom just as a whole if you are unfamiliar i got really well versed in agent venom in both guardians and in uh the thunderbolts thunderbolts specifically the thunderbolts run that uh, was led by Red Hulk, had Electra, Ghost Rider, Agent Venom, Deadpool, and Punisher. It sounds like a dope lineup. It really was. This was also the run where they like they went to hell to like go free someone's soul from Mephisto or something like that. I what? think Ghost Rider had some beef with them or whatever. And they get to like the throne of hell and it's Guido. 
Oh yeah. On the throne, strong guy. <laughs> yeah. Hey guys. I love strong guys. Oh, Mephisto was being really mean, so I I beat him up. <laughs> now I'm the devil, I guess. <laughs> like <laughs> Those little hair wispy. Do you um, still have sunglasses on? I think so. Yeah. It's the best. Uh, but yeah, I absolutely adored that run, and that got me really uh, uh, familiar with with Agent Venom, who you know kind of has a lot going on. Mm. As far as, uh, you know, he can only have the Venom symbiote for so long before it starts to take over or it just comes off. They, like, leave it in a tube. And, uh, yeah, he doesn't have legs sometimes, and other times he does have legs. He's kind of like my dad. So but, when we see Agent Venom, mm -hmm. his legs are totally symbiote. Yes. That is my understanding. Right. Because he, he lost him in, in, a, like in Afghanistan, Afghanistan or something. Yep. And he came back a war hero and, you know, then they were like, well, obviously you probably need a symbiote. And he was like, okay. <laughs> I mean, I'll try it. So, and I mean, there's, there's some caveats there where it's, you know, he doesn't experience like the, the hunger. I mean, I think in any super reasonable way, like, uh, like Eddie Wood or, or Matt Gargan did when he was wearing the Venom symbiote. And I also don't think that this is actually the full Venom symbiote. I think this is just a derivative off of right. Venom, but to to I guess to get right into it, I think his card is actually pretty stellar. I'm really excited for this character. And this is one of those things, too, where we've talked about when we really want characters in this game uh, or there's characters that I really like specifically. I'm like, oh, I really hope they make them a four because I don't want them to be a three. I want them to be a really good four. You want them to have that power so you feel yes. like they really do something on the tabletop. So like it's, that's that's what I felt about magic. I was like, I really think magic yeah. should be a four. She's you know the sorcerer supreme of limbo. She should like really have some oomph behind her stuff, and she is a very good character. Yeah. Um. But but a three. But a three. It's a little disappointing, but she's still. I mean, it makes her easier to take, easier to splash. Yeah. It's funny. For, and a very splashable character, just in general as well. Yeah. She's got a lot going on. Yeah. A lot of universally good things. Mm -hmm. But when I first looked at the card, I was I was like, OK, he's a four. Great. He's going to be awesome. Yep. And then I looked it over and at first my first impression was he seems a little lackluster for a four. Mm. But the more I look over it and the more I, I see some of his own um, symbiosis yeah. with his own abilities uh, and then thinking of him in Guardians um, were pretty, I, they, in, in the panel to play, it mentions shield and. Um, oh, Shield was so obvious. Web, web Warriors, of course. How did we not think about Shield? Yeah, he's literally like I, a government I, I agent. Constantly forget that's an affiliation yeah. in the game, anyway. Yeah, that's <laughs> super valid. Uh, so it specifically mentioned, so we can assume he's in those three. Mm -hmm. Thinking of him in those is like okay. The more I looked at it, the the better he seems. Yeah, to where he is solid. You know, above like the first, when I first posted the picture in the Discord, you're like, "Wow, he is not mid." No, he is not. He seems, and he I meant that a in a very good way, yeah. which I think is 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 great. Um, yeah, it's just I don't know what it was at first. I was like, "Eh." I think the problem here is that you can't help but compare him to Eddie Brock Venom. Yes, right. Like, I he's think, Venom. It, it, yeah, but they're. I think AMG did a great job of making them different. Yes. They're not like you can totally feel both at the same time mm -hmm. and they're going to have pretty different roles. And, there, and there's similarities there, but absolutely. They're, they're pretty minimal, actually. And that's so I think you're 100 percent right there. These these characters are incredibly distinguished from one another. They have very different roles. Um, and I think they did a really solid job here. So I'm, I'm very excited to talk about this. Uh, so I, just to get right into it, starting from the top, let it drop. Uh, it's. Flash Thompson with his defenses as four two three, I uh, think that's pretty solid. Venom is the, the same same exact thing is the as same that, thing as Venom. 
Uh, six health, I believe, on both sides. Four threat, size two, medium movement. Uh, so, so far, he's a little bit faster than regular Venom, and I believe he's going to be on a smaller base as well. He's on uh, a medium base. Agent Venom's on a medium base? Pretty certain, yeah. Oh, wow. Oh, well, well, maybe not. Is Venom on a medium base or a large base? Venom's on a medium base. Oh, nice. sure. Okay. Well, I, it can be a little hard to tell in the image, but I feel like looking at it now, the picture they have in the panel to play, it kind of looks like a small base. Just a real quick aside. So every time I go to take a drink from this protein drink, oh, it smells like pecans, and I don't know why. That's kind of weird. Huh. But anywho, um, yeah, so I think I think we're we're pretty excited for the for the stat line so far. His his builder is actually kind of one of the things that makes him shine a little bit, I think. Uh it's a physical attack, range four, strength five, the Clintar firepower. After this attack is resolved, he gains power equal to the damage dealt and bleed on a wild. So Seems pretty straightforward at first, um, as far as threes and fours have a lot of um, strength five builders. But the range four aspect on there, on a slightly tankier character that has a decent amount of health and has a lot of other things going on, that's actually really solid. Range four is awesome. Right? Especially when you're talking about, granted, he kind of, Agent Venom has had a number of weapons in his arsenal as far as, you know, semi-automatic or pistols or, or rifles and, and whatnot. But uh, I think that, range four for that when a lot of other like he is very clearly not using pistols in this particular version or he's using some actual like you know nice shield tech it is a single handgun thing that's in his hand on the picture but uh range four vastly superior to a lot of the uh the black widows uh mystiques sins that all have that range three pistol shot with a rapid fire yeah because no, he's got the pistol but he can hold it out with a tem tendril oh that's so he gets true that much closer before he shoots it that's, that's why it's range four. That's very true. Or hold it up and like point it. Yeah, yeah. you never know what, what gun's going to be firing when. <laughs> also, I just, I looked up on the Asmodee um, store uh, image of the box and he's, yeah, he's definitely on a small base. Okay. So I thought he was on a medium base and I was like, wow, he's so fast. Right. Uh, so he's, he's a little bit slower than I thought, but not what, like an inch. Yeah. That's barely. not that yeah. big of a deal, but yeah, he, I, yeah, just want to confirm he is on a small base because the same size base as Spider-Woman, we can. Pretty yeah, safely. Reasonably. <laughs> um, so we have Incendi... Dan, read that one. <laughs> Incendiary Grenade? I'll be able to believe that's all. Grenades? Um, so Incendiary Grenade is pretty sweet one. It gives him an energy attack, which is nice. Uh, range 3, strength 5, does cost 1 power. Uh, but after the attack is resolved, the target gets incinerate automatically. Love auto incinerate. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And this we can directly compare to some other characters we've seen that have a very similar attack. Domino... Yep. Uh, Howling Commandos both have grenades and they're all just the tiniest bit different. They are. And I I hadn't thought about that. And Dan and I were talking earlier and he went through a, a number of the other grenades and they are, in fact, all different. So how does this compare to which is the which one is this closest to Domino's or the so, Howling Commandos? So Domino's has better range with range four. OK. Uh, also strength four. His is strength five. Gotcha. So trade off range for power. Yeah. It does cost one power. Um, hers is a grenade bounce, though, so she ignores line of sight, and the defending character doesn't get cover, mm -hmm. which Venom, Agent Venom doesn't get. Uh, she has auto incinerate as well, and she also has explosive on a wild. Um, so before damage is dealt, other enemy characters within two of this target character suffer a damage. So hers, I think, is objectively better even with that extra strength on Venom. Yeah, longer range and a whole bunch of extra stuff, bells and whistles, yeah. But 
I think his is still a great, like, I'm going to be using that grenade pretty regularly for only one power. And realistically, it's probably literally the same exact grenade. It's just, you know, Domino has a bunch of powers to make lucky things happen. Right. She's just lucky with it. And, right. and Flash Thompson just relying on his skill. Flash Thompson over here, like, how'd you make that incendiary grade explode, though? That That's the one thing they don't do. <laughs> uh, and then compared to the Howling Commandos, they just have grenades. All, all caps with an exclamation point. Uh, again, theirs auto incinerates is also range three like Agent Venom's. Theirs is only strength four, though, mm. for one power. They don't get any of the bells and whistles that Domino's. It was get. a different time, you know? Yeah, oh, they're old school grenades. Yeah. So um, I'm not, I don't want to compare them just to say, oh, this one's worse and that one's better. But just to, yeah. it's interesting that we have three characters that specifically have grenades that all work just a little, they're, they're very similar, but they work all a little bit differently. And I think his is kind of middle of the road and a good attack. Yeah. Yep. No, for I, one power. I mean, auto, auto doing incinerate for one power and you could do some damage too. Correct. Great. Well, and I think that, that, yeah, you can make the argument about, um, dominoes and agent venoms are at least in the same plane. Uh, versus the Howling Commandos. They have just old people grenade, that's all. When they made incendiary grade grenades, they actually just put a bunch of fire in like a, a bean can and would throw it. And I was going to say a pine cone. Oh, that too. <laughs> like Gandalf. Right. Um, now his spender, and this is, or I guess his second spender, this one is awesome. This and is a great attack. This is one of the ones that gets better the more you read it. Yeah, this is, yeah, for but, sure. But Symbiote Special Forces. Great uh, name too. Beam 3, Strength 7, four power already good already like strength solid. seven beam yep already pretty solid now on a wild and a hit it has lashing tendrils where after each attack is resolved deal one damage to each other enemy character within two of this character so we've seen this similar to um i believe is it sinister's spender where if he triggers a certain thing uh characters trigger extra damage around them sounds familiar or something yeah. along those lines um this can be incredible. This is a, a beam that's already pretty strong to start. Granted, it is physical. But if you line up three people that are close to one another, all of them doing one damage to everyone else as well, this can be devastating. Well, so they don't do damage to each other. They uh, deal damage to every each other enemy character within two of this character. Oh, I them. got you. Okay. So he almost Good has call. like a beam that's also an area effect. Because he's hitting those in a beam and those next to him. And depending on how many attacks he could get off, he could be doing, I mean, one, two, three, maybe even four. I mean, that, that's excessive. But damage to anyone around range two of them? Yeah. That's awesome. So the first one in the beam is almost certainly going to get hit with lashing tendrils every time. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, maybe one or two other people. Wow. But anytime you're dealing additional damage, especially to somebody you're not targeting, mm -hmm. is so good. And it does need a wild and a hit, but you're rolling seven dice. Yeah. So the chances of getting that is pretty good. And if you're on Guardians, he, uh, he seems it? like an oh, obvious love yeah. winning it. Yeah. For real. Uh, let's see if he's on shield. That won't help him. No. Web warriors. I mean, he's going to love all webbed up in this. Oh, yeah. <laughs> a nine strength B3 for four with explosions off of each one. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Anything. So, yeah. Um, if you're if you're spending the power to do this. Which is going to be one of those that you I, I see this being like a once a game kind of thing, if that where you get it lined up just right and you're hitting two or three people and lashing into a couple others. Yeah, because he has a lot of really good stuff to spend power on. 
uh, starting with the grenade. <laughs> Alyssa said that uh, they all shop at different grenade stores, <laughs> which absolutely is probably a valid, I like valid that. point. Uh, so, I think it's a, it's a good spender. Not only that, but he is medium movement, so he's he's already got you know a, a stellar chance of being where he needs to line up. He's got wall crawler to get him there as well. But with symbiote web swing mm. as his first superpower within uh, you know, a, a place within range three, yeah, for only two power, yeah. The odds of him being able to get where he needs to be, maybe even getting an attack off or something, and then setting up a really nice beam uh, with that symbiote special forces. I think this is absolutely just the more I read this character, I'm like, wow, that's really good. Right. Wow, that's really good. Imagine he's got stacked on power. Maybe he's taking some damage a couple turns in. You haven't really done anything yet. He's got seven power on him. Mm-hmm. You symbiote web swing into a great position. Yep. Lob a grenade at one person to get incinerate on him, and then symbiote special forces to just rack a couple faces. Yep. He he can be nasty. He's a good combination. Like the symbiote web swing makes him a pretty sweet combination of Venom and Spider Man. Yes. Yep. Uh, so tell me about some Project Rebirth. Oh, Not, this... I don't want to hear about 1.0, 1.5, or 1.7 EX. I only want to hear about 2.0. Oh, okay. Uh, 2.0. <laughs> this is another uh, superpower. He has an active superpower for one power. Uh, remove a special condition. Yeah, straight up. That's it. You yep. can do this multiple times a turn. If he's got a bunch of crap on him, you don't want him to have. Mm-hmm. Just keep using Project Rebirth 2.0. Get rid of those uh, conditions. Bleed. Who knows? Who cares about bleed? Right. Yeah, no one. Stagger. Does. I don't care about stagger. Well, you do because when you start your turn, I believe you have to use your. Fr- I don't. Think your you- first action. You can do superpowers before you do an you action. Can. All right. Right. So I, I think so. He can just get rid of stagger before he does anything for one power. I thought I thought <sighs> there's something in the back of my head. And maybe this was a misunderstanding that we had about it where I thought like you couldn't get rid of stagger with winter guard. I don't see why not. Okay. The stagger just says specifies the first oh, action the first. you take has to be to, to shrug. To shake off the condition. Okay. My right? assumption so, was that you were forced to take an action and to get rid of the condition. But I think we just usually play it that way because yeah. we don't, there's not that many ways to just get rid of conditions outside of that. Cause I feel like I'm pretty sure Thor's leadership would works for it as well. Yeah, it is at the start. Well, because you can do that. It doesn't have to be your activation to use that leadership anyway. Okay, you can get rid of the stagger. All right. I don't, yeah. I don't know why I was thinking that. It was just maybe it was uh, something that came up at. But, but it's yeah. like, oh, someone incinerated him to get him down to one energy defense. Right. And like, nope, not anymore. Correct. Uh, I love this one. And the fact that it costs one is just nice. Mm-hmm. He's, I mean, he might be a little power hungry, but yeah. I think with Clintar firepower and uh, a later in, innate power, he's not going to have too much trouble generating power. In addition to that, we have all-star quarterback. Uh, this is actually a really solid throw. Uh enemy character or terrain feature yeah. which become you know we, we've talked about since the initial release or the first wave of characters has become increasingly more rare to be able to throw both especially at size three yeah has to be within range two so it's got to be close to him for him to pick it up but then he can throw it short not bad at all solid really good this is uh, yep. i love we love we love throws here especially when you when you think about just the the turn efficiency that you have we we see characters like rogue right they have a charge and the mutant absorption oh and yeah can make two attacks uh, one being part of the charge uh we love characters that get additional movement and attacks and things to do on their activation that aren't actions especially for a four threat especially for a four threat um 
so the fact that he has a range three place, which I believe is a medium movement, effectively. Uh, he has the throw and he has potentially a couple beams, maybe, or one beam a turn and uh, then another attack. I mean, this 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 is an, an incredibly efficient character. He's going to have long turns once yes. he gets some power. Yep. He's going to be doing a lot of things. And yes, he is. <laughs> he is someone you want power on. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, who else can give him power? I mean, the usual affiliations, a force. Yeah. I, yeah. I think he works great in. Uh, in Avengers, for sure, but everyone does for the most part. Yeah, yeah. Steve's Avengers, he's that. Who's not correct? Who doesn't benefit? There from are it. a couple characters that are like they have no way to spend power in their their powers, but uh, yeah, they're they're very few and far between. Like Lizard doesn't benefit as much as others because it's he like has a Koya, one it's power, like just innates or something. like Right. That. Yeah. There's yeah, very few. Um, I yeah, I just love how much he can do on his turn. And here's the big deal about it. You're too. still going. Yeah, so he has he has wall crawler, which I which I touched on very briefly, uh, and we're going to be talking about wall crawler a lot um, in a couple weeks. The week of Adepticon, we're going to have a special guest on talking about terrain and how it affects flight characters and wall crawler characters. And if you've been on any of the message boards or or uh, Facebook groups at all, you <laughs> might know who this is. But I'm very excited to to finally be able to record an episode of Wait Did I Roll the Wild with him. Uh, the week um, of LVO, you mean? The, yeah, what I say. You said Adepticon. Oh, yeah. I, look, That's I, months away. I've got Adepticon on the brain. Yeah, right. They, and, and by the way, if, if you weren't aware yet, um, registration for Adepticon and for those events goes up Sunday. Sunday. This Sunday, I think it's at 2 p.m. Central Time. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Um, there are limited tickets for certain events. Um, make sure you get them while you can. Uh, shout out to Ben. Who thought when it says 63 out of 64 that that meant there were 63 tickets left <laughs> last oh, year? Wait. Either, oh wait, oh, it was that. That's how many were sold. It's it's a it's a start point of zero. So if there's a number as the first number, that means that's how many of those tickets sold. Oh, okay, um, which that that's a mistake that 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 should be you know is easy to make. Hi, Mitch. <laughs> or uh, uh, Ben. Sorry, Ugh, dude. Um, it's been a long <laughs> hey. week. been a long week, but. Make sure you get your tickets soon. Uh, if you want the VIG, I would highly suggest it. It is probably, it, oh, it, it is always an incredible value. Uh, if you check out the YouTube, there's a link right down below. There was an episode of Wait Did I Roll a While that we streamed from Adepticon when we went through last year's VIG bag. Yeah. It is a ton of stuff. Hundreds of dollars. If from. you are into miniature wargaming at all, you are going to receive some really high-end stuff, some really niche stuff, some really cool stuff. It is just just get it don't hesitate get the vig it's a great bag um and you will not regret it but throughout the week uh there's going to be events wednesday to sunday every day that week there's going to be stuff going on yep whoa yep so i'll confirm those dates again really quick uh but i believe what if will be on wednesday maybe this thursday ah nuts what is it seems really early that's what i thought too but i think it's the 20 uh dude i'm getting all my conventions mixed up and there's a lot of stuff coming and adepticon's kind of you know kind of a big one but uh yeah so it starts i believe the 23rd or is that lvo later this month march 22nd oh you were very close yeah it's in the ballpark 
When is March 22nd? Apparently, I don't have a calendar on my computer no more. <laughs> yeah, where'd it go? I don't know. I hit this, and it just it goes to whatever. Okay, cool. Yeah, today's Tuesday. Oh, there we go. Tuesday, so March 22nd is, in fact, the Wednesday. So if, I re- if I'm recalling this correctly, Wednesday is what if. Thursday is team affiliation battle. Cool. Friday, maybe, nah, nuts. Yeah, I think I am getting this wrong. Let's look at the events at Adepticon.org. If there was a place to do that, I think uh, it might be the time now. While you're looking it up, I'll go, the last thing we didn't uh, quite get to on Agent Venom's card is his la- uh, another uh, his first innate is symbiotic instincts. Mm-hmm. Uh, some we saw that we see this on uh, Venom and Carnage. While this character is attacking, the defending character cannot modify their defense dice, so no re rolls, no yeah. and stuff, which uh, makes his attacks a bit more efficient. Correct. Well, and not only that, but like Venom has that on Justice Builder. Agent Venom has that on everything. Does it, I thought Venom had that. I thought it was all of his attacks. I believe it's just symbiote tendrils. I don't think it's it's the other ones. So on the event schedule. So yeah, while you're, I mean, look that up quick because I think that that yeah, that could be. Yeah, it's important. the same in symbiotic instincts. Okay, I was thinking there's Marvel trivia on Wednesday night. Uh, that sounds fun, right? It's at it's at ten o'clock. Um, so it's like, if, especially if you're going to be there to be there, um, like Thursday or whatever, I think it'll, it'll be really fun. I would highly suggest checking that out. There's also going to be a, um, content creators meet and greet. Um, I believe that night as well. Ooh. So what if is Thursday at 8am? There's only 16 tickets for that. So that's higher than the amount they had last year. I think they only did it with eight. That sounds and right. initially it was only going to be 12, but they didn't have all the models available in time. Uh, most of, if not all of the models will be available this time. So they, I believe we can do a 16 uh, pod for that, nice. which will be awesome. Awesome. Love awesome. the what if event where you, you draft. Correct. From the model. So once somebody takes Kingpin mm-hmm. is gone, no one else can use him. And then everybody counts as uh, whatever your first leader you take is, is your affiliation. And whoever else you take, Counts as being a member of that affiliation for like Texas cards and everything. It's such a cool format. So Alyssa says, by the way, I made a Tim style list today. It renamed unnamed though. I'm curious if you can figure out the theme. I I actually like this a lot. I like little puzzles. Kingpin, Luke Cage, Wong. Okay. Drax, (laughs) Nebula, Ancient One. Super Giant, love it. Red Skull, Cassandra Nova, and Scourge. Nice. What do you That's think? So good. What do you think the the style? It's Tim themed. So, what do all those characters have in common? <laughs> Should this be obvious? Yeah, I had it after the second one, and then the third one confirmed it for me. Kingpin. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> the way you literally deflated. Oh, <laughs> what is, what's the theme, Tim? Uh, oh, she said it. She said it all caps too. Uh, yeah, they're all bald. <laughs> they're all so bald. Good. Oh, that's 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 really good, actually. <laughs> I really appreciate that. Um. <sighs> so affiliation battle will also be on Thursday. <laughs> So if you don't get the tickets for the what if event, once again, I would highly, highly, highly suggest it. Um, the, the affiliation battle will also be Thursday. Uh, there's only 32 tickets for that. 
And what that is, is effectively it is a standard kind of uh, a tournament, except mm. your entire roster can only exist off of the affiliation list of one affiliation. No splashes, zero splashes. Rogue agents count. So you can have Taskmaster or uh, a Bucky in there to kind of flesh it out. But your roster, your roster of 10, if you can use 10, is only one affiliation. Sorry, Ben and Winter Guard. Uh, they're oh, correct. They couldn't take six with the two rogue agents. <laughs> That's true. So there are a couple uh, really cool prizes for this as well, where they normally give best theme or you know best X Men player, best uh, Avengers, best uh, Black Order, etc. So um, and all of these tournaments are going to be using the standard timeline event rules as well, which is expected for tournaments. It makes sense. Correct. So that those Sorry are Thursday's on. events. Then on Friday, oh, also AMG is going to be running a whole bunch of organized play uh, kits as well throughout the weekend. Every day, there's at least two or three. So they'll be running Mutant Masterworks and um, Vibranium Heist, the Hulk one, the Unstoppable Colossus, uh, Sentinels Attack Chicago, which I believe is a new one. Yeah, that hasn't come out yet. So that one... uh, That's exciting. That one's at 6 p.m., I believe... Thursday? Yes. I, I know there's that's... been talk of a Sentinels OP kit for like a year It was like now. listed on something like a, like a ways back, I feel like. It was on like a product release mm-hmm. forever ago. Like before, like around, not long after the Magneto one came out, I feel like. Correct. Um, I think it was right before the Magneto one because we all thought it was the Magneto one. Right. Um, and then it just disappeared. Correct. So I wonder if it was something that, something got caught up with production of it or yeah. whatever and then they just very well sit on it for a while Um, or to wait till sentinels came out (laughs) so then friday is the uh the team up challenge this is actually really cool the kind of the way they did this last year so this is a team event where you both bring your rosters but when you field your squads um you build that one squad out of both of your rosters for the same threat value if it is going to be done like it was last year i believe every crisis uh had a free effectively got a free hulk yeah, it was, it was six more threat. Yes. Which was a bit much, I felt. Like hopefully they... I felt like... I, I like the idea of having a little bit more, but yeah. maybe plus like three or four, not plus six. Four. I mean, it's it's difficult because one of the things... So we did see a lot of Juggernauts and Hulks in that one. Yeah. But um, yeah, maybe with the, the bottom being brought up that there's no more 14 threat crisis, it's going to be 15 minimum. I think four or five could do. I like the six though. I think this is supposed to be as many characters on the field. I liked it, except um, it made it so games couldn't complete as often because they just took a lot longer. That's that's fair. So they did increase the um, the time for it as well. It was a two hour round mm-hmm. versus an hour and a half. Um, and when you think about that, that that relatively that should track where um, you're playing for whatever it is, a third longer average mission, 17 or 18. So six more threat would be a third of yeah. that. So it should correspond pretty well. Um, but yeah, literally everything can always use a little bit more fine tuning, but that's Friday. Saturday is going to bring the challenger events. That's going to be the big two day event. I believe it's 128 tickets for that. It is going to be a big, 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 massive tournament. I like that. So make sure to get in on that one. And if you are going to, you do not have to buy a ticket for day two. So you only have to buy the day one ticket because if you make cuts and you go to day two, uh, you're already considered, uh, logged in. And then finally, Sunday, in addition to the championship for the challenger tournament, there's also going to be a three box challenge. 
Um, so there's always going to be something to do. And literally every day of that week, uh, we'll be there all week, all weekend, streaming everything as well. Uh, Legion Worlds is going to be happening, uh, as well as Armada and X-Wing. Shatterpoint might show up. You never know. Um, actually, yes. We, we know they're doing demos. We know they're doing demos. Very exciting. Sign up for those. Those are going to be limited run. D&D Onslaught's going to be there as well. There's like a whole ton of stuff that's going to be happening at Adepticon. This Again, year. if you're into miniature wargaming at all, it's mm-hmm. going to be there. Yeah. <laughs> Adepticon. Yep is a blast um there's incredible burger places kuma's corner is like i need to go literally the best thing in the world two hour wait two hour wait should have just waited because it wasn't even two hours we should have listen nate got in there and got that chicken and waffles burger that night he just had the patience we didn't i want that chicken and waffles burger. it's so, so good it's so good it Getting literally it changed my life literally changed my life for the better i i don't know well <laughs> i'm still out on that one but um but yeah, so uh, make sure to check out all of that stuff. It's going to be really good. Once again, registration goes live Sunday. Get your tickets early. There is a ton. There is 620 events throughout the week. Just a few. There are awesome painting things. Uh, the Worthy is going to be there, and that's going to be a huge, 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 huge deal. Um, the The prize for that, I believe, is literally a 17-ton Odin I'm joking, but like, not really. It's a but really cool look at statue. It's, it's for a sure. really awesome statue. Uh, I shared today on the Facebook um, Dallas's post about the, the you know, the path to the worthy. And I would highly suggest taking it out. We have a lot of really good painters in this particular community. Mm. Um, and I, I hope to see a lot of you there. Um, so, but, so moving on from that, uh, we're also at LVO uh, later this month. This one's the one that's on the 23rd <laughs> through... Uh, through 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 the weekend, uh, there's going to be a lot of events as well. There, uh, they are running all sorts of additional pods. There might be some brackets and some stuff that we're going to do as well. Uh, make sure to check out Omnis Protocol um, if you are looking for more information on that, because he, he, him, and and Tyson have been doing a lot of the the legwork and groundwork for all the MCP stuff there. So make sure to check that out for more information. Um, in addition to that, they're also building in a lot of extra time in between rounds for us to be able to interview people that were in the previous round, mm. kind of get some of where their head's at and what they were thinking and some of the, you know, the big upsets and, and things along those lines. In addition to running a bunch of other pods throughout the day for the people that aren't performing either particularly well or can't be there the whole weekend or have other events that they want to do. So a bunch of really cool stuff at LVO happening as well. But the second half of the show today Outside of Agent Venom, oh, I mean, where do we f- see Agent Venom fitting in outside of probably the three that we expect him to be in? <laughs> the same ones that everybody else fits in? Shield, uh, Guardians, and um, Web Warriors. Where do we want to put him, though? I mean, Steve Avengers is an obvious one just because he has a lot of good superpowers that are already fairly cheap. Mm-hmm. And just knocking like symbiote web swing, cutting that in half from two to one is yeah. huge. Yep. Getting his throw down to two. Most throws cost three. So getting any throw down to two is massive. Mm-hmm. Um, so he can benefit from that leadership a lot. Uh, he's one of those characters that he doesn't have just like one thing that's reducing the power. He can do he can benefit it from it multiple uh, times a turn potentially well he can only benefit it from it once a turn oh yeah so <laughs> i was thinking that too for a second it's been so long since we actually used steve uh but he can benefit from that to, un- to allow him to do more things in his turn mm-hmm. i really like um so here's this might be 
Yeah. Yeah, I don't think Brotherhood. I, I don't know if that's. Yeah, I guess I don't hate Just that. Just because, like, he can't benefit from getting power from the leadership. Yeah. Huge. Yep. Uh, so one one thing that I kind of and I'm just double checking the uh, the ability to make sure it happens. Yeah, it's before choosing an attack. So I like him in defenders. OK. Um, OK. Not not being or I mean, just in general, being able to make use of the portal just to kind of get to the front line a little bit earlier. In addition to um, the mystic empowering or mystic empowerment. Uh, being able to spend one power on your spender to have that beam turn into a mystic or energy attack. <laughs> oh, that could really mess up. Some right. Things. Yeah. So I, I, I do really like that. Um, in addition to keeping him a little topped off because uh, he, he's not squishy, but he doesn't have a lot defensively that's going to keep him around. No. Uh, he has a high physical defense and a decent amount of stamina, but he, he could use a little backup w- between Wong and, um, and Dr. Strange making sure that he's healed up and and yeah, fit for real because unlike the other symbiotes he doesn't have any healing abilities at all yeah yep and uh defenders has a lot of twos and threes maybe just threes is what i meant by that but hey, he has a bunch of twos in there or threes <laughs> dude it's been a, it's been a long week man i guess so been a long week uh but yeah a bunch of threes in there so a four isn't necessarily out of order no uh, like ben said in chat that uh uh fours in brotherhood is a incredibly competitive spot absolutely especially to add in another physical damage dealer granted he's very mobile and has a lot going on and not being able to re-roll or defense against him is also awesome i like him in wild hunt which is probably something no one has ever said anyway um being able to get that extra power movement and health off of dazing and ko'ing your opponents Mm. Could I mean he might not even need the power to be web swinging around if yeah. he's constantly being able to move, take the edge off with a little bit of healing and get more power. I mean, there's there's a lot going on there for him, and he doesn't necessarily care that that affiliation ability can't let him get rid of special conditions like Sam's can. Yeah, because, because he can do it. Anyway. He can just do it anyway. I also like him a lot. I just uh, you said Wild Hunt made me think of Dark Dimension. Yeah, because yeah, he's, he's not going to yep. worry too much about having too much power on him because he's going to be spending it constantly. Like just being mm-hmm. able to web swing every turn, guaranteed every turn. Yeah, is he, just that alone is pretty huge. Yeah, for real. Yeah, I like that a lot. Ooh, I like him in Dark Dimension a lot. Now when mm-hmm. I think about it, yeah. And once again, another affiliation where you're running usually just a bunch of twos and threes. So having Dormammu and him at twelve, and then filling in however many twos and threes you need to get the rest done. Yeah. And then we've seen Dark Dimension perform yeah, recently we as well. See how how good it can be. So I like that a lot. Uh, now on the flip side, I don't believe he changes at all. But I don't sh- any changes. He should. Ben made the, the 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 joke earlier in the chat. We've certainly been making the joke. I think a lot of people have. But there was a, certainly an opportunity here to have Agent Venom have maybe seven health on his healthy side, and then on his flip, go back to legless Flash Thompson. Oh, yeah, yeah. Have him laying down on the side, you know what I mean? Like, like battle-worn a little bit with, like, uh, a knife and a gun. Like, I actually really dig that. Like, that, like, you know, that war movie, like, he's he's lost the power suit. He's lost the thing that, like, made him super strong or whatever. And yeah. he's just, he's going to get the job done anyway. I feel like he would have to be a lot better on his healthy side to still be a four threat. Yeah, probably. Four, <laughs> three or four stamina on the flip, short mover, and uh, just some pistol shots. You know, or or something along those lines. I, I, yeah. I do like the idea of him losing the suit. Yeah. Or like it, it's too weakened when he flips. 
Uh, I think that could have made him a, a really unique character. Yes. Yep. I see why they didn't do that. Yeah. Because then um, it makes him I feel like you wouldn't see him as often because he would have such a downside when he flips. Yeah. I mean, but, we see Hulkbuster, similar effect, right? Yeah. And and you could even add in an effect to there where Venom does come back after or covers a little bit or something. But mm. but yeah. Uh, obviously, yeah, I think that would have been a, a long shot to to say that that was going to be in there, but it would have right. been fun. Um, yeah, so I, those are the, what, what are you thinking for Team Taxes cards for him? I don't know enough about the character. Mm. I kind of want more to do with his, because we always, we so often see him with all the crazy tendrils coming out. Yes. Kind of like Carnage, but not usually stabbing people, mm -hmm. but using them. Like, he's got the web swing for it. Um I would like something else with that. A single use tactics card that gives him an attack where he can make a Clintar firepower attack, maybe at range three or something instead of four, at everyone within range. Mm, just effectively like an A3 like gunshot thing. Where, yeah. yeah, he is using all those tendrils to shoot in every different direction or whatever. Sure. Um, maybe Sounds some. Awesome. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Alyssa's spot on too. We need another brace, brace for impact. Um, so that that could absolutely go in there. Uh, but yeah, maybe something like a like a pretty sneaky Sith, but pretty sneaky Sith, but self. So he pays to have a range two stealth just for himself for one round. I'm a little surprised he doesn't have stealth. Yeah, I mean he's he's guns a blazing. I guess so is Mystique to a certain extent and she yeah has just because like he he's wearing all that tactical black yeah you know he's he's got that look where he's like sneaking around until he doesn't have to and then he goes blah, 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 venom um so maybe he, yeah i like the idea of a, a tactics card that gives him like awesome stealth for a round yeah uh you know we have to be uh within range two to target him mm -hmm. um maybe we'll see a new all webbed up I mean, he could because he could come with Web Warrior card. He could come with a Guardians card. He could come with Shield cards. Like he, he could add more to any of those affiliations, yeah. which sounds great. Yep. I mean, um, Shield doesn't really need it, but yeah, it's yeah. always good to get more options, even though they already had ten tactics cards come with Fury Junior. Correct. <laughs> Web Warriors, frankly, could use some more tactics cards. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Actually, I know yes. people that people, especially people love web warriors because people love Spider-Man mm -hmm. and like they've been having the same tactics card for a long time. So if he had anything to, to mix that up a bit, I'm sure people would really appreciate. Yep. A spider tracker. I think he's going to make some good use of. Mm. Um, but uh, Raven's card says Tim T plays too much overwatch if he wants reapers all. That's actually exactly what I'm thinking. I mean, like legitimately, it's just a reaper all just firing in every direction, spinning around, doing a pirouette at the end. Like, yeah, 100. I think that's actually a great visualization of what I was thinking. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, yeah, I think I think we're going to be in a good spot with him. I'm really excited to see what comes in that box as far as tactics cards. I actually don't think the tactics cards are going to focus on him as heavily as they will Spider-Woman. Yeah, I think got to remember really, he's not in his own box. Where I, where I think, you know, as far as messing with some of the, the pheromone stuff and the Venom, like she has a lot that, that they could make some really cool tactics cards off of. Even like another Deception or like a, a, a different style of, of like Mystique's Deception Ooh. would actually be really cool for Spider-Man. Yeah, she's got a lot going on that they can do crazy stuff with 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 her powers and tactics cards. So, moving on from Agent Venom. No. <laughs> okay, also fine. fair. Okay, like, fine. Um, Convince me. Really thought 
we're trying to think of some some cool ways to maybe implement shape shifting or character copying um, for characters like copycat, mimic, uh, to a lesser extent, morph. How you could really Mr. Impossible. Mr. Impossible. No. What? Isn't Mr. Impossible the the flat uh guy from uh the Great Lake is Avengers? No, it's Flat Man. Oh. That makes I don't sense. Know, I just made that up. I think that might be his name. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Impossible is a Fantastic Four character. He's got like he's like green, got a cone head. Sounds awful. There, there's actually an Exiles issue where the um they have to like stop a Mr. Impossible and morph in him get into a thing and Mr. Impossible just makes fun of Morph because he's not a good shapeshifter compared to Mr. Impossible because he can turn into whatever. Like he can turn into a car and it's it's got a full working engine. And oh, everything. really? Whereas Morph morphs into a car and he just looks like a car. And they had to like, okay. he was like Morph. He was like pushing Morph and it was and it was kind of a cool issue where it was yeah. character development for Morph, which we don't see very often. Mm-hmm. And it was kind of like he was realizing, I think it pushed him to... to to make his morphing abilities a little bit better. Yeah, I dig that. Which is kind of cool. Yeah. So so how do you anticipate seeing uh, like power copying or uh, shape-shifting? So there's a couple ways they could go with this. Yeah. We've seen a little bit with Mystique's shape-shifting um, where it's just a reactive superpower, mm-hmm. right? Yep. Where um, if she's attacking enemy and- models within three of her, I think can't just, use reactive. I think it's just enemy models. It might be within range three of her, but yeah. Let me on on her activation, here. you can't use team tactics cards or reactives. Right. Yeah, no range. Yeah, just during her activation. That's what it is. Which, I mean, and we've seen some great use out of the you know, tactics cards thing because you can't brace against a juggernaut. Do you know who I am on Mystique's turn to throw <laughs> someone into someone else? So brutal. Right? It's one of those that, like, I feel like it. It makes sense. Yeah. I get what they're going for with it. I constantly forget she has this power. Mm. I never apply it in game because I always forget about it. So I feel like we, for shape shifting or copying like Mimic. Yeah. One of my favorites. Again, his run in Exiles is so good. Mm-hmm. Um, You could just do straight up, you know, you pay X power. You can use uh like another character's attack. Yeah. That's like for Mimic, like within range two or three. Because he needs to be near them to to mimic their powers. Yeah. So he could just literally copy a power or a, an attack from their card. Superpower that gets a little wonky, I think. Yeah, I, th- that I think is certainly where it could get out of hand. Um, I think regardless of how it's done, you ignore innates. Yeah. Like I think because those are those are really integral to a character that they're not like a laser beam out of your eyes, or, right? You know, which I like think that. somebody like M- Mimic would make more sense to copy just attacks, yeah, because they can have a bunch of added stuff, but it's not like oh now he's gonna move and gain three power, right? Yeah, <laughs> you exactly, know, yeah. like I, that can totally break a character by copying the superpowers. I think mm-hmm. attacks make a lot of sense there, and I like the idea of it being limited within a range. Yep. So like that's one way they could do it, or. I feel like they could go a little less gimmicky, um, more like Mystique's. And it's like, okay, so um, something like Morph, mm-hmm. he's shape-shifting as he's attacking you. So it's hard to react to him. So it's a lot like the symbiote instincts where oh, you don't get yeah. to modify your defense dice against the shapeshifter attack. Okay. I like that. Um, my thought would be to, like for a character like Mimic, who's stealing specific people's powers. Mm-hmm. Um, now, just canonically, I'm 
pretty familiar with him from the Exiles. He didn't like remove people's powers while he no. had them, right? He, he could just co- copy them. He, he copied it. Okay. And it was lesser. Yeah, because he could only have like so many at a time or something Five. like that. It was always one thing. So the way I would like to see it done is with tokens. Where okay. Mimic can put a token on another character. And those are the specific abilities he can choose from. So reactives, superpowers, maybe, and maybe it's more than one token. Maybe it's one for attacks and one for superpowers and reactives, or it's just one ability that you're taking from them. Okay. Um, But I think that that's the way to do it because then you have to be within range. You're spending some form of resource to be able to copy it versus something that's just kind of like always on within an area of them. Because I think... I, well, I really like that. I really like this. Like, yo, he can use any attack of someone within range three of them as long as he pays two power. Mm-hmm. That's probably a really simple way to be able to do it. Um, but I don't know. I just I want to put tokens. I want little mimic tokens that I right. on people. I'm like, no, I yoink your stuff, and now you can't use it, even if you go away. Because there's one of those, you know, I, I don't want the counterplay to a character like Mimic to be like, oh, well, I'll just run away from him. I'll just run away from him. Yeah, that would be unfortunate. The other thing is with Mimic, they could go a totally different route and just like the original mimic we saw had all the powers of the five original X-Men, right? He had really big hands and feet. He had wings, Mm -hmm. feathered wings. He had the eye blast. He had a little bit of telekinesis and he had a little bit of ice control. Yeah. So he had all their powers. Just all of them were a little bit less. Mm -hmm. So we could just see that mimic. That's true. He might not even have the power stealing or same with like thing that super or like you know the the OG super scroll could be just the super scroll that had the fantastic force powers right. outside of all the other ones that they made that were you know part ice man and part pyro or yeah and that was a pretty basic example but <laughs> still it works i yeah. love that you included ice man i appreciate that listen i do what i can that'll be the first time you see him in this game so like, <laughs> super yeah scroll as mimic. super scroll <laughs> <laughs> uh but i could also see like mimic specifically because i just think he's super cool yeah uh, we could see like i could similar to like moon knight mm-hmm. where maybe not rolling for it but he has like a list of things he can choose from yeah maybe more actually more like uh visions different phasing Okay. So it's like, okay, this turn, do you want this set of powers or do you want this set of powers? Because he's got teammates around him all the time, right? He can yeah. be, you know, have it absorb powers from them already, mm-hmm. potentially. So they could simplify it to which you just have a, a choice of a couple different things. I would love Maybe. to see a tactics card for Mimic okay. where uh, he blows the tactics card and that round he can count as he can make use of the abilities from the enemy's affiliation. Ooh. Ooh, right? Or I like that like a that. lot. Yeah. I was also thinking you could have some kind of a sort of like a transform mechanic where his card is like uh, Miss Marvel's, where there's two different versions of healthy and oh yeah, and injured. Where it's like, okay, this turn I want to use this version of mimic, where he's absorbing these different powers. Might not represent exactly what's on the table. Yeah. Um, which well, I think is fine, but technically. Yeah. If you want to get real fluffy, Mimic can only mimic the powers of mutants. Yes. So, yeah. like, he can't mimic, you know, the thing's rocks. Correct. He can't take Captain America's strength. Right. All right. Because, like, he can mimic Wolverine and get his healing factor and bone claws. But not his adamantium skeleton. Right. Okay. Yeah. 
Now, for someone like Morph, I guess the way I would like to see it is kind of similar to what you said about the um, the symbiote tendrils. I think there's room to work with something similar to maybe even having stars or ones as defense dice, but it mirroring the opponent's best defense or something along those lines for in that particular category. <laughs> he, just, he just gets the same number of defense dice as you had a, 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 of attack, a, dice. Of attack dice. It's like that minus one or something like that. <laughs> he just mimics your strength. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you have a strength six mystic attack? Well, I have six mystic defenses. So weird. That's so weird. <laughs> <laughs> I guess that would be more That's right. Darwin. I, I morphed myself into two brains in there. So right. Which one are you going to attack? It's not even the good one. We'll save that one for Darwin. Yes. Because that's yeah. literally his power, right? To adapt to Correct. things that are happening to him, but then he dies anyway. Yeah, he only has three strength attacks, but like he always copies the uh, the strength of the attack coming into him in defense dice. <laughs> <laughs> Who can roll better? Listen, I mean, I, random could be something similar there too. Where, I love random. He just right? looks so cool. He's so 80s. I think random is, is a, a great character to utilize that vision thing where like you have plus four to a single defense, but you have to choose what mm -hmm. you're doing in that round and you can pay to flip it, you know, as a reactive. But because I mean, we have seen random go down that way and that, there was too much happening, too many different type, types of attacks. Where he just and he, couldn't react. Do I need to have a jelly body or a hard body or. I like random a lot. Same. Be, oh, I got a gun arm now. <laughs> <laughs> he's got that 90s bandana. Oh, he's so good. Oh, he's wearing sunglasses. But it's one of those things where like when like I like I we talked about at the top of the show, when Mystique first came out, I was like, oh, man, she doesn't really have the shape shifty stuff. But she ends up being a really good narrative character anyway, mm -hmm. especially after playing her a bunch. It's like, yo, this is I mean, this is the Mystique. She's wandering through in, up in there and you can't really do anything as she's doing that. And she has deception, which is spot on. Um, and I think maybe sometimes the way to make this type of really specific stuff work is with tactics cards. Um, though I would love to be as mimic putting tokens on people and just yoinking, yoinking their powers. You Yo, know? give me that. Yeah. Whatever. Give me that optic blast. I don't think we've even seen. Give me that tornado claw. Tornado claw. <laughs> uh, have we have we seen power blocking where you can turn off powers outside of? Uh, oh yeah, the power phase where. If any yeah, of these right. powers actually come to be, I'm sure Alyssa Doesn't or Nova have something like that. You know what? I thought about that too. I don't what believe was I thinking so. with her. A power. I mean, root. Yeah, Raven's Guard. Yeah, uh, absolutely. Chat would ban something like you know what I mean. It'd be like playing competitive uh, Pokemon, and I send out a Ditto, and then Chat bans Transform. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, maybe it's not Cassandra. No. Well, like, um, Gene can stop you from moving people. Mm -hmm. Um, what is it? Uh, no more mutants or oh. shh are, are good examples of turning powers off. Uh, they're super far, few and far between. Yeah. Which, and rightfully so. And, and both shh and no more Shield mutants mind. are just reactives, I believe. Right. They just... And it's it's just that instance of the reactive is uh, is denied. But yeah, I think there's I think there's a lot of really cool things there, and I think uh, AMG usually proves itself actually very competent in coming up with ways to make that type of mechanic work. I've just always been super curious how they would do that with specific characters like power stealing and things mm -hmm. like that, or maybe eventually see, you know seeing a leech like from the Morlocks or something like, and how how that would. 
would affect things. You just don't get your reactives and superpowers at all. You just can't use them within range three of Leech. No, thanks. I think that makes sense for Leech. Yeah, but he's super squishy. You just have to hit him from range and he goes down. Yeah, he's he's two threat. And uh, just, you know, you give him an orange, he'll go away. Have you uh, caught up against a Leech in Marvel Snap yet? I have. He's the worst. He's never never affected me too bad, thankfully. Ah, but brutal. Listen, all the cards in your hand don't have abilities anymore. Well, what's the point of playing then? <laughs> it's like, oh man, the six Sentinels still in my hand because all I do is play Sentinels. <laughs> yeah, unless you got Patriot and you're going for a non-power deck. Patriot, I don't, I don't. I so Patriot's Patriot. ability is that all all cards that don't have any power have any abilities on their card get plus one or two strength. Okay. So he actually makes Cyclops decent. I think I've seen a, 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 what do they call them? Zones or territories? What are the three things in the middle called? Locations. Locations. I think I've just seen a location like that. That was like. Yeah, Washington, D.C. Yeah. People without abilities get like plus whatever power. Plus two or three. Yeah. Dude, and I'm like, that's dumb. I want abilities. Love throwing Nightcrawler out for, at first in the middle. And then just one of, one of those locations comes up. It's like, oh, we give power to someone every round. It's like, oh, well, I'll just leave you over there Whoop. for a little while. I'm going over there now. Whoop. I just double checked. Uh, no more mutants is active or reactive superpowers. Yeah. So yeah, I think th- I think uh, I don't know. I just want to be able to. Uh, we we had um, Rogue as well, right? Who's able to to take powers and they and they made a tactics card with it where she can borrow stuff specifically oh, yeah. from the X Men. I forget um, that one. And you know, I think that was kind of the opposite way. We saw that on the attacks, right? So her absorbing strike could go as. Uh, physical or energy mm-hmm. and maybe that's not a good example of why that could go physical or energy but that's specific to her where she could punch you or she could just yeah. touch you and take your power yeah but i think that tactics card with rogue is cool but it's just so specific yeah and the, you know, the text on it is so long that i'm lazy and don't want to read all that mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> i want it to be because i would i would love to like i said I, to Play mimic, put him in the middle, put a token on Taskmaster, and be able to use photogenic reflexes. Yeah, that sounds like awesome. while that token's on, like one reactive or one superpower or one of each or something along those lines. The thing is, AMG is one of the few companies that makes miniature games that I would trust to get this right. Yeah, and make it mechanically sound, like lore sound, mm-hmm. without being overly complicated, but also yeah. not too like dumbed down. Correct. I, I want it simplified enough yeah. that it's not you know, three pages of text right. to get through this one thing, but it also needs to fit the narrative, which can be so difficult. And they they definitely do it way more often than they don't. Correct. Yeah, 100%. Um, I, I think you're spot on too with the like having a, a specific edition of Mimic where, yeah, he has flight because he has angel wings and mm-hmm. maybe, you know, just that that particular member from that particular timeline from that you know particular setup i think would probably be the way to go with it and since they're focusing on like 90s x-men i i will be surprised if we see mimic yeah i'd like to i think he's a super cool character and super underutilized Mm -hmm. just just read the first i just really want an exiles group yeah just read the first 50 or so issues of exiles until chris chris claremont takes over and then don't don't bother with it anymore just a judd winnick run the original is so good um i don't i don't think i got into it early i think i got into it later when it was like saber tooth and, and blink like, that was kind of intermixed there was the other gotcha. team at the same time that was weapon x that was led by saber tooth that was that 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 was from the same age of apocalypse like it's yeah apocalypse saber tooth just like uh blink is but morph isn't 
he's a different universe morph, mm-hmm. which is a cool little interaction. But I think I read some that had Deadpool and She-Hulk in it as well. Mm-hmm. They yeah, they were part of that Weapon X team. Oh, okay. For a while. So I think that's the one I'm familiar with. I love that run so much. I, I cited it on the show a bunch of times. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, and so like Dan said, go and read the first 50 episodes. Uh, we'll wait. I also have a, them all on trade if you want to borrow them. Oh, nice. <laughs> so go ahead and send us a return box to P.O. Box G, West Oneonta, <laughs> New York, 13861. And maybe Dan will put those trades in there and send them to you. Oh, man, I got to reread them first. Well, you have Marvel Digital Comics Unlimited, too. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I just renewed it. I got hit with the credit card charge. I'm like, ah, what was that? I was like, checked and I was like, oh, that's, yeah, that's fair. That's a really good value. <laughs> Oh, yeah, that's why I paid for that. But, guys, I think that's going to be it for us for now. Make sure to check us out. Follow us right here. Uh, we really appreciate everyone that gives us, uh, you know, the old the old Twitch subs, mm-hmm. likes, follows. Listen, it all helps. Uh, five-star reviews on Audible, Spotify, Apple Podcasts also help out a ton. Our King Dean Doppeldongers and our professional cake sitters, as well as everyone over at the Patreon. Uh, subscribe or following, I'm sorry, subbing here or subscribing over at the Patreon gets you access to the Discord as well, in addition to all sorts of other content. All sorts of behind-the-scenes stuff, access to the cleanup phase, which is a Marvel Crisis Protocol-themed behind-the-scenes show that happens once a month uh, on the Patreon. Additional episodes of every other podcast, episodes a week early of all the podcasts on the Patreon. Um, and it just it, it helps support us and, and what we do, and we absolutely rely on every single one of you, and we really appreciate that. Uh, we have our King Dean Doppeldongers and our professional cake sitters, but we really want to shout out as well, including Bastion. Rob, Bicon, Cider Drinker, Dr. D, Dagna, Leroy, Cider Drinker, um, Tony Hot Hands, uh, uh, Devil Pup. Oh, yeah. And. Isn't that it? Cider Drinker. <laughs> Third time. Um, as just another aside, professionalcasual.com, you can find all sorts of blogs about Warhammer Fantasy Roleplay, Marvel Crisis Protocol, probably World of Warcraft here soon. Mm. Uh, I've been streaming here every day so far this week, 3 to 6 p.m., some some wow. Uh, so if you're into that at all, make sure to check me out here doing that. I'm probably going to do that three to four to five days a week. <laughs> six i don't know i don't know just just as much as i can but the schedule is up on the twitch right now and i right here on the twitch and i I intend to stick by that as a minimum so uh yeah just come hang out we're on bleeding hollow join the professional casuals guild and uh we'll we'll have a good time i'll give you a bunch of bags you'll like get a bunch of bags so you can just boxes and bags you can put all all the stuff in your bags you get bags in the guild Uh, yeah are they like monogrammed no, they're just they're bags yeah. that I buy off the auction house that increase your storage by 32 slots. It's a lot. It's a lot of slots. Sounds like a lot of slots. It is. It is. But thank you guys so much, guys. We love you. We'll see you at LVO. Make sure to check back here Monday for, oh, yeah, the power phase where Dan and I will be playing uh, a follow up to our cleanup phase yeah last week uh the 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 elite eight showdown style bracket that we did on the most recent cleanup phase over on the patreon was the most mid four threat the, not the, the not the most push not the best four threat not the worst four threat 
what four threats right dead center right the and pcn take on a tier list correct we're not going to talk about top or bottom but the middle middle out exactly <laughs> middle out uh, how do we not make that joke the whole time yeah for real and we're yeah, big fans of that show, both of us, I'm pretty certain. We really should have. Uh, but Dan and I will be running uh, the entire bracket against each other, the winners and the losers of the bracket. Uh, so that, I believe, includes Carnage, Enchantress, um, Vision. Medusa, Medusa Ultron. Ultron. Sabretooth. Sabretooth. There's only two more. Who are the other? Oh, there's only one more. Uh, Who's that last one, Dan? Uh, oh, gosh, it could be anyone. Even a boat. Oh, what was the last one? I think it was Captain Marvel. Captain Marvel. Good memory, man. That was tough. My brain hurts. So Dan and I will be dividing up those characters and playing them this Monday um, on Oh Yeah, the Power Phase right here on the Twitch live from Bearded Dragon Games. Down online. Love you. Bye. Thanks so much for listening. If you enjoyed this show, check out all the other great shows here at the Professional Casual Network. Like what, Danny? I'll tell you. On Mondays, we've got the Lost Omens podcast, our Pathfinder 2E actual play, hosted by me, playing through the Extinction Curse AP. Also, streaming on twitch.tv slash professional casual network at 7 p.m. Eastern time, you can check out, oh yeah, the Power Phase, our Marvel Crisis Protocol live battle report show. On Tuesdays, the podcast version of, wait, did I roll a wild? Our Marvel Crisis Protocol povlog is available. On Wednesdays, alternating releases on the Patreon, we have Settling the Southlands, our homebrew Wolforp actual play, and The Slithering, a Pathfinder 2nd edition actual play. And on Thursdays, live at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on twitch.tv slash professional casual network, we've got, wait, did I roll a wild, our Marvel Crisis Protocol povlog. You can also check out back episodes of Elite Eight Showdown and the first 39 episodes of the Lost Omens podcast, the first 24 episodes of Settling the Southlands, and the first handful of episodes of The Slithering on the YouTube at youtube.com slash the professional casual.